Welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. Let's look at weed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Mary Jane Experience. I am Casey Jones. Hope everybody's doing fine out there in quarantine. Hope you're staying sane and happy. Hopefully smoking a lot of weed. You know, I keep seeing the mem float around that just just says, I don't absolutely have a clue what anybody is doing right now in quarantine if you don't smoke weed. Haha. <laughs> anyway, I think it's hilarious because it's a good point. What the fuck do you actually do if you don't smoke weed right now? Anyway, we're back with another episode this week. Another doctor that we spoke to, Dr. Louis Jassy, who is a pediatrician out of New York. Um, very interesting conversation. He's actually experienced um, the use of cannabinoids in the cannabis plant to actually treat some children. So he has kind of some powerful stories that we go through. And overall, just a cool guy. Again, you know, when we love, we love talking to doctors and researchers, people that have medical and scientific backgrounds, because they approach things, you know, from a true information based standpoint, which is the whole point of the Mary Jane experience. So we had a great conversation with Dr. Lewis, Doc J, my man. Um, he now works for an organization called Leafwell, which is very cool, for especially for, for quarantine times. And they're actually the sponsor of this week's podcast. This week is brought to you by Leafwell. They're an online telemedicine solution to get your medical card via Skype, Zoom, BlueJeans, GoToMeeting. Uh, good solution for right now because dispensaries have been deemed essential, especially the medical dispensaries in those states. Currently, they operate in California, Florida, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. So if you are in those states, please get your medical card. Do not support the black market and the gray market. Support real medical dispensaries get quality cannabis and you can do this via leafwell getting your med card is as easy as a phone call and a consultation when you go to leafwell use code mje10 that's mje10 for ten dollars off of your consultation or renewal for your medical card so that you can stay high stay lifted in these craziest of times that's right this week's podcast brought to you by leafwell Remember code MJE10. We will post links everywhere that you can follow to go ahead and get access to that. And now, without further ado, our conversation with Dr. Lewis Chassie of Leafwell about the cannabis plant and how it's being used in medicine. Okay. So I am here today with Dr. Lewis Jassy. Dr. Jassy is a pediatrician who comes to us today with um, over 25 years of experience. He's run a practice of over 15,000 patients in the past, been on staff at five major hospitals. He's lectured nationally for pharmaceuticals and pharmacogenetics. I think I said that right. Good. <laughs> Very good. And he's appeared many times on TV and radio shows before. He's authored a well-known book, called The Newborn Sleep Book, where he shares his foolproof method of getting children to sleep through the night. So 
Needless to say, he comes to us with a ton of medical experience. We're honored to have you here. Thank you so much for taking your time to join us on the Mary Jane Experience. Emily, I'm honored to be here with you. Thank you. So, what up, Colorado? <laughs> yeah, so we're based here in Colorado, but Dr. Jassy is in New York. Clearly a different environment there. Um, we're coming to you now during these kind of crazy times where coronavirus has taken over pretty much the whole world. And it's changing the way we're probably gonna live for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. So what I wanted to open with is as a physician, what's your general take on this pandemic that we're all living through? Should we be freaking out? Okay, well, you know, first of all, no one can come on this podcast or any other for that matter and profess to be an expert on COVID-19. You know, this is a new infection that we're all still learning about. And as trained medical personnel, um, what we can bring to the table to tackle this issue is implementing our training in virology, um, understanding how um, uh, diseases incubate uh, before one exhibits symptoms, more, uh, a modality of how infections spread, and infection control. I, I think everyone has an opinion about everything on social media these days, and people really need to only listen to statements from the CDC or other health agencies versed in this matter. And everyone these days, as you know, Emily, tend to live in extremes. Um, it's okay to live somewhere in the middle. We, we do need to listen carefully to recommendations and be smart, but we don't have to go into a complete panic mode and hoard toilet paper and fight people in supermarkets over a uh, you know, carton of milk and think that this illness is going to wipe out life on this planet as we know it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm getting a little nervous about my toilet paper supply. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much misinformation out there and in the cannabis world as well. I mean, you would think it'd be an industry that people aren't getting into COVID-19, but people are saying, oh, well, CBD fixes it. So there's just, there's a lot going on. So how are you seeing this crisis impacting the world of medical marijuana, where you're mostly in? Well, it's having a profound impact on this market, much like it is for, for the rest of the world. Mind you, when you look at patients who qualify to be certified for medical marijuana use, many of them have conditions that make them either immunocompromised or at least a little more vulnerable to, to contracting any infection. COVID-19, as we know, is certainly as virulent as just about most infections we've seen. So a patient on chemo or who's HIV positive, even those patients who are dealing with profound stress in their lives, dealing with chronic pain syndromes or suffering from PTSD, are even more at risk with this pandemic. Now, that goes beyond having their underlying condition. It impacts them having to go and sit in a doctor's waiting room when you know visiting a physician who's certifying them. That can be quite risky right now. That doesn't even take into account um, you know those that need to take public transportation to and from the doctor's office, being around people who could transmit infection to them. You know, and then what about you know those people taking the same public transportation to the dispensary to pick up their product? What about the fellow patrons shopping at those uh, places uh, that are, are dispensing medical marijuana at the same time? What about the workers there? You know, these are all real issues going on now. Definitely. I mean, I personally am trying not to leave the house at all. 
And if you do need to pick up marijuana here in Colorado, it's all curbside. I think actually medical, you can go in still, but at least for the recreational side, you have to go curbside. Um, and in states where maybe you feel like you need medical marijuana, um, let's say like New York where you are, and you don't wanna leave the house, I think you have a solution for people. Um, what can people do? Yeah. We do, we do. Well, there's a very viable option to them and that's through telemedicine. Uh, telemedicine, for those of you who don't really know what it is, is it's the exchange of medical information from one location to another using a form of electronic communication for a provider to help a patient. This was an up-and-coming mechanism to use to interact with your physician before the coronavirus outbreak. During this time, it can make a difference between being safe or essentially, metaphorically speaking, driving head on, um, you know, like right onto oncoming traffic because that's the chance you take now when going out and subjecting yourself to others when you're a higher risk patient. As long as you meet your particular state's qualifying criteria for being cleared, you could be certified in no time. Wow. Yeah, that's no time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> to get your medical marijuana card via essentially what we're doing right now, um, just a phone call that has some video involved. I mean, that is, it's really special. And it's so important for immunocompromised people. I'm, I'm so glad that there's people out there doing that. So yeah, I have heard, though, that patients often need to wait weeks or months um, just to get an appointment with a doctor to be certified. I mean, this pandemic could be over. Um, not that it wouldn't be convenient anyways. How, what's like the process? How fast does this go? So if you do it with a company, I, like I, I work for a company called Leafwell. And as long as you meet your state's criteria, we can clear you in under 15 minutes. I kid you not. No other company is doing that. Uh, I know this for a fact. We're the quickest company around. Many of these patients have been going to doctors up the wazoo for years. They're doctored out, you know, and they don't want to physically visit yet another doctor, much less wait in a waiting room for an hour or, or more. Uh, this makes sense for all of them. Uh, other people just have crazy busy work schedules after a long day, you know, um, uh, you know, depending on what you're doing right now, sometimes it, you're even working more than your regular shift. You know, especially if, if you're in the medical field uh, or you're having a long work week and, and who wants to get in the car or hop on a train and go sit in a doctor's office and then travel to a dispensary. You know, there aren't enough hours in a day for many of us. And this helps those people as well. Definitely. So you mentioned eligibility in certain states. Um, so obviously you have to have a medical marijuana program in your state, right? But are, there, are you allowed to do telemedicine prescriptions or um, give medical cards in any state that has a medical program? Or are there only specific states that let you do this? Yeah, you know, there are certain states that, that require what we call a wet signature, that you have to see them in person. And then there's, uh, there's other states... Um, Oh, and you know, and I could tell you an example of that, for example, is, uh, is New Mexico. Um, although there's talk that something may change with that. Then, then there's other states that you can do it through telemedicine, but not on the original certification. You have to do it um, 
on, on, on the recertifications, like Florida, for example. And New York, it doesn't matter. You can do an original one or you could do a, a recert through um, a telemedicine. Now, uh, you know, with what's going on with the COVID crisis, I think that there's talk about some states changing what they're doing. So, you know, this is a very fluid situation as we see with every industry and there may be some changes that are going to happen with that. Okay. So if I'm in a state and I'm just not sure if this is an option for me or not, I could essentially just call you and be like, Hey, I'm in Utah. Am I allowed to get a telemedicine card and, and you'll have a list? You know, well, um, we're, we're happy to help anybody out, but uh, if you go onto the website uh, for the Department of Health for your state, it'll let you know. If, if, you, if you look under medical marijuana in your particular state, it'll let you know what the guidelines are for it. Now, uh, LeafWell, uh, our company, is actually an expanding company, rapidly expanding company. Uh, we partnered up with, with another big entity, and we should be in just about every state in the next few months. Um, we're not live in every state right now, but, but we, 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 are, we are live every week in, in more and more states. And it's really exciting that you know, within a few months, we're gonna be helping out just about the entire country. This is great. Wow, I love what you're doing. I think it's so important. Thank you. Yeah, and it just, I think it also takes away a little bit of the fear, um, at least for me personally, like I hate going to the doctor's office and going, I actually do have my med card, but just going to get it was like this sort of terrifying experience for me. And I think doing it over telemedicine would have been a lot more comfortable for me. So I love yeah. that. Um, the yeah. other question there though is, I mean, I know what I paid for mine and it, it was pretty expensive. And then this is so convenient. I'm sure that comes with some kind of cost or some kind of catch. Um, are you guys more expensive? No, actually, we're not. Um, you would think so, right? You know, normally you you pay for convenience in life, but but we we factor that in, and we're actually the cheapest on the market uh, that I know of. And there are doctors taking advantage of their patients, as you guys know, and gouging them, bringing them back every three months, charging them two fifty to three hundred a pop, or even higher a visit to recertify them. And it can cost a patient over a thousand dollars a year, you know, just to be recertified. Um, our certification is good in most states for a year, um, unless your state has other limits, like Florida, for example, the longest you can go is 210 days. Um, and hey, if you need follow-up sooner with your doctor for whatever reason, I get it. But we're not you know, bringing patients back just to make extra money on them unnecessarily. There's no reason for it. You, know, you should be able to be certified you know, once, once per year. And you know, another thing I, I want to point out is that if you're in a state that the pharmacy, like um, a New York state, my state, the pharmacist actually is doing the consultation and is dosing. We're just clearing. So um, you know, the pharmacist, if there were changes that needed to be made, then that would happen there. In, in you know, other states like Florida, for example, it's a doctor doing it. So there's no uniformity to it. But um, you know, as long you know, from a pure certification standpoint, um, and not like, you know, you're an MS patient, you're followed by your, uh, your specialist on a regular basis, um, or you're somebody who has Parkinson's and, you know, going to your specialist for your regular appointments. I mean, people who are certified for medical marijuana, you should be able to do that, you know, infrequently and the cost should not be high. There's too many costs that people have in medicine and that's just taking advantage of people. And that's not what, what we're about. We're, we're, we're much more about quality than let's see how much money, you know, we can end up making on people. There, there, there's no, 
there, there's no ethics behind that. There's no longevity in doing things like that. Every, everybody catches on to it. It's just wrong to do. So we uh, definitely do things the right way. I really appreciate that, um, especially in medicine and cannabis. It's like this beautiful plant medicine that realistically you could grow in your backyard, and yet people are trying to capitalize on it and, and gouge people that truly need this plant medicine. Not right. So I appreciate that you guys take that into consideration a lot. You got it. Absolutely. And another thing, um, shifting gears a little bit, but um, another thing that I noticed you guys are doing that I think is really unique is your way of testing patients to determine how their body can handle cannabis or CBD. Um, and if, you, if, if they're like taking meds at the same time, if it'll interfere. Can you tell us a little bit about that process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sure. Uh, actually, right now, I'm, I'm the only one in LeafWell that's doing that, but I'm going to be teaching everybody how to do this too. This is uh, one of the things that when I joined LeafWell that I'm bringing to the you know, table, um, wearing my pharmacogenetic hat. So um, this is really cool, actually. Yeah, I've been doing this for about four to five years. Um, you know, I'm a pediatrician. I've been doing this with, with my pediatric patients. And when you know, moms and grandparents have come in and they heard what I was doing. They wanted to get tested on this. It's, it's really wild, actually. So for those who are concerned about the potential side effects of being on a particular medicine that their provider is ready to start, this test is for you. For those who are on a list of medications and trying to manage safety expectations for each medicine being used together, this test is for you. For those who have experienced side effects before uh, being on multiple medications, trying to figure out which medicine caused their previous side effects, this test is for you. Uh, for those who are contemplating initiating medical marijuana therapy and wondering about its safety for them, this test is for you. So, so how you do it, it's simple actually. You swab inside of each cheek, 20 seconds per cheek. It's with a cotton swab like a Q-tip, so it doesn't hurt at all. You know, us pediatricians are very sensitive about that. Um, we, we, we don't want to hurt anybody. Um, it's sent off to a lab for testing. And I personally prefer using Gene Train in Columbia, Missouri. They were a, a former forensic lab that was initially involved in, in solving crime mysteries. I feel no one handles DNA better than them. Yeah, they're, they're great. And, and the head of their lab, Shelly Beckwith, answers the most challenging questions. If providers out there who are listening here need any support, she's the best. Um, she can interpret the most challenging, difficult cases. Um, results typically come back within the week, and then your provider can interpret what your specific findings mean. Um, so essentially what's happening, so you really understand and appreciate it, is you look at the enzymes that are in the CYP450 system in the liver. This is a major network within the liver that contains uh, different enzymes which are utilized to metabolize many different medications. So whether it's SSRI antidepressants, anti-anxiolytics, ADD stimulants, and ADD non-stimulants, reflux meds, non-steroidal and steroidal anti-inflammatories, cholesterol-lowering drugs, allergy medications, I can go on and on, uh, or whether you're taking um, you know, uh, medicinal marijuana or, or even CBD for that matter alone, the information you can find out is invaluable to you. Um, you know, I've, I've ran a practice of over 15,000 patients, and I can't even begin to express to you and your audience how much my patients and their families appreciated having this information at their fingertips. It's a no-brainer. That's incredible. I've never... I've always wanted something of that nature and I've never heard of anybody doing it. And, you know, I'm 
pretty involved in the industry. Um, and I haven't heard that. So that's really cool, especially with how it, um, how cannabis interacts with medications. I get that question all the time and people are like, well, I'm on this. Can I have this? And I'm like, I don't know. So that's really cool. That, that's an amazing value add for, for people looking for medical marijuana. I'm really curious about that. I kind of want to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I can help you out. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a pediatrician obviously yeah. you mentioned that and another thing I am curious about are your thoughts on if there's a place for children in cannabis and what you think the future is with the pediatric community yeah you know that's a topic that's real dear to me Emily because after all I'm a pediatrician so so let's compartmentalize this into what's currently mainstream um, acceptable practice, and then what has anecdotal evidence and what I've seen myself that's not mainstream just yet. Um, okay, so as per just about every state's guidelines, patients, including pediatric ones, can be cleared for medical marijuana use if they suffer from conditions such as cancer, epilepsy, HIV or AIDS, Crohn's disease, chronic pain, severe nausea, terminal illnesses, PTSD, and autism in Colorado your state, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Texas, Utah, and Puerto Rico. And states that allow medical cannabis for debilitating conditions at the doctor's discretion include California, Florida, Massachusetts, Oklahoma, Oregon, Washington, D.C. So, Let's throw them into the, the mix of what we're talking about here as well. Now, I don't have to convince your audience how helpful medicinal marijuana can be for patients who suffer from conditions that they can find benefit from. So there is a lot of help for children as well, which is great. Approved on a state level, no issues. Man, I, I remember back in my pediatric residency years ago, like almost 30 years ago, I had a patient very, very dear to me, Frankie, 13-year-old um, boy with a a peanut tumor, a perineuroectodermal tumor. Um, it started in his lungs and it spread to his bones. He was in a lot of pain. What it took to get the ethics committee of the hospital to clear him from Marinol, which is a form of medical marijuana in a pill, to take away his pain, it was like moving mountains. And Frankie wouldn't have had to suffer nearly as long today. God bless his soul. Um, so we've come a real long way. Um, now, now let's look a little further. I've had pediatric patients who failed on multiple meds go on CBD therapy alone or CBD with low dose THC therapy and it significantly diminished their anxiety and their depression and their OCD. And the same is held true for um, you know, patients previously failing on multiple meds that who, who were autistic and had selective mutism, who weren't talking, and all, and all of a sudden started talking or began talking significantly more. And this was without extra therapies or changing their present modalities up at all. Uh, I've had children declassified from being on the spectrum. Um, I kid you not. Um, imagine what happens when we get this word out and even more parents get their children on this kind of therapy and more states start getting involved and hop on board. Um, you know, maybe, maybe get some further studies out. Uh, by the way, anybody interested in your audience can email me directly at uh, Dr. L. Jassy at leafwell.co. That's D-R-L, 
J-A-S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E-Y at Leafwell, L-E-A-F-W-E-L-L dot C-O. Um, you know, if anybody's interested in, in hopping into studies, uh, you might not only help your own child, you might help to shape the landscape uh, in treatment of these conditions in the 21st century. So reach out. Let's do this. Definitely. I think it's really brave of you to be doing this. I know it's a really taboo subject. People are really afraid of the people that don't know or haven't seen the benefits are, are really afraid of the idea of giving cannabis in any form to children. So I love what you're doing and, and I appreciate you trying to get more people involved, Thank you. you know, especially for patients that really just hardcore need it, but, um, but for everybody. And I guess I would be curious to hear if you have any additional stories where you've seen traditional Western medicine not really work, but cannabis maybe stepping up to the plate and working. Yeah, um, I got a great story actually. So um, a few years ago, I have this family I'm really close with, and they have an 18-month-old with a rare tumor behind the eye growing into his brain. Um, that's not the, the great part of the story, of course. Um, as, well, as you can, <laughs> no, as you can imagine, they were scared for his life, literally, and they went to the best pediatric oncologist in Manhattan, New York, and they settled on a world-famous institution, and they started him on chemotherapy. The tumor was uh, tracked, um, and as per his serial MRIs, it wasn't shrinking. It got bigger. So before it became a part of the New York State's legal criteria, the parents on their own reached out to doctors in California. Uh, they researched it extensively, and they got their son on cannabis. They didn't tell the oncologist because at the time they were afraid that they might disqualify him from any treatments on their son's behalf and that they might even call CPS on them. That was a real concern of theirs. Uh, but we're tight, so they confided in me. And um, he went for his next MRI three months later. And guess what? The tumor shrunk. It did. Uh, the parents brought the MRI in and showed me it. I saw it with my own two eyes. And, and the doctors were just utterly mystified. And their only explanation was it was quote unquote, a miracle. Uh, they had no other explanation and the tumor never grew bigger again. People, this is not just a miracle. It's cannabis. Maybe I should rephrase that. You don't need to stand before a man parting a sea with a rod as the only way of witnessing a miracle. Medicinal cannabis is a miracle. Wow. That's beautiful. And I agree. I mean, like I'm, I often tell people, you know, this isn't a wonder drug. It doesn't work for everything. But when you hear stories like that, and we've heard so many, it's hard not to believe that cannabis is a miracle. And it's something that we're just not using well enough. Um, and, and of course, we need more studies and, and all that. But it's great to see somebody pioneering some of this work. And thank you for that. Yeah, you know, hey, um, absolutely. And look, you know, these forums are about sharing information, right? Everybody tuning in, you know, knows you have so many wonderful things that you're sharing with them, and we're all networking together, and that's what this is all about. So I hope this Spears had, uh, you know, some, uh, some more thoughts and questions, and if your audience has any questions or concerns, you know, maybe I can come back on and we can address those questions and talk about it and, you know, spread the word and try to help as many people out as possible. Absolutely. Yeah. So we tried to do YouTube live here so that we could get some of those questions and my technical skills are just subpar, but 
If people do have questions, which I'm sure they will, we can definitely set up a, another YouTube Live with we, once we've done a little more troubleshooting and answer some of those questions. And we can also answer them via email and all sorts of things like that. So, um, well, Dr. Jesse, thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing all this information. I will have links to your website and have your email up on our website so that people have no trouble finding you if they need this kind of access right now during these hard times or ever. Yeah, you know, uh, thank, thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. And I wish uh, you health out there and, you know, stay safe. And I, I wish everyone in your audience, no matter where you're listening from, you know, be smart, do it right, you know, uh, stay home you know, try to not go out unless you really have to. Um, you know, it's hard enough. Or, yes, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And, uh, you know, um, us doctors, it's it's not easy on the front line trying to take care of everybody. Or if you're helping people through telemedicine, which is, which is a great platform. Um, you know, it's important. But um, the sooner we do it right, the sooner we can go back to uh, things being normal. Um, this is not going to last forever. It won't. But it will last much less if we do it right now so you know be be safe be smart and and god bless you all well thank you so much we so appreciate everything that you've offered and will continue to offer in the form of answering questions and looking forward to to answering all those and absolutely good luck out there thank in new york yeah for thank you very much appreciate it of course That was Dr. Louis Jassy of Leafwell, a pediatrician out of New York. Again, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, especially in these difficult times from one of the most difficult places to join anybody from at the moment. Um, so we can't thank him enough again for hopping on the podcast. Again, this is the Mary Jane Experience. I'm Casey Jones. That was a conversation with Strawberry Sequoia. Thank you so much for spending the time and listening to us in these difficult times. And with that, again, a reminder, today's sponsor is Leafwell themselves. Use code MJE10 for $10 off your consultation to get your med card. Because hey, if you're in a place that has medical dispensaries, guess what? They're open. So you can go and you can get legal quality weed, even in these crazy of times, simply by talking to a doctor over telemedicine. And then even after the fact, if you feel that there's stigma about getting your medical card, for some reason, you don't feel comfortable going out, talking to a doctor face-to-face -face about that. Doctors like Dr. Lewis will talk to you from the comfort of your own home. Get your med card. Go do some curbside pickup. Get some quality weed. Stay happy. It's a simple process. Thank you again so much, everybody. We love you. This has been another episode of the Mary Jane Experience podcast. Good night, stoners. Stay safe. Stay lifted. <laughs>